1: Welcome to the Jennifer LeClaire Show. I'm interviewing some awesome guests and sharing personal insights along the way to stir your faith. Hope you enjoy it. Tonight, It's time to press in to the prophetic. We are going to talk tonight about cultivating a prophetic anointing. And I've got someone here with me who knows All about that. As a matter of fact, he's having a conference about uh, the prophetic called Cultivate. And he'll tell you more about that later. He's got some great guest speakers. But in the prophetic, and I want you to share this with anybody and everybody that you believe needs to hear this because the prophetic is vital to the Lord's work to the kingdom of God. You know, where there is no prophetic voice, where there is no vision, the people perish. Where there is no voice, people begin to lose constraint. The prophetic is vital today, just as it was in the days of John the Baptist or in the days of Ezekiel or all the way back to Abraham, all the way back to Moses. The prophetic is vital. You know, Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And that word proceeds is the perfect present tense. It means the word that proceeds keeps on proceeding, the ever proceeding word from God's mouth. And so I know I'm preaching to the choir here. If you're watching me, you probably already understand how much the church and the world needs prophetic voices today. The question is, how do we cultivate that? How do we become more accurate? How do we navigate prophetic realms? And with me tonight is Ryan Johnson. He is a a very accurate very holy prophet very serious about what the lord says you won't see him out there willy-nilly prophesying he's not money driven he is spirit driven and i want ryan to come on and say hello tell him a little bit about your ministry where you're based your website
0: first of all thank you so much for having me on this i sincerely appreciate you and what you're doing for the body of christ um for those of you that may not be familiar with me Again, name is just Ryan Johnson. I'm from Fort Payne, Alabama, northeast corner of Alabama, real rural area. Uh, But I've been serving the Lord now for over 21 years, Uh, really been understanding and walking the identity of the prophetic for a number of years now and doing what we can to help bring purity in prophetic words, in prophetic people and in prophets. Um, you know, there's a there's a big dispersity. Sometimes a lot of people get confused because they're prophetic and they automatically think they're prophets. And then there's prophets that necessarily aren't very prophetic. You know, they're they're more of exhorters or encouragers and stuff. So we've spent a lot of time trying to do that. But if you want to learn more about us, our website is just my name, Ryan Johnson, U.S., Ryan Johnson, U.S., you can find out a little bit about us. You can see the, some of the stuff that I write, some of the things that, you know, we have in ministry, some of the places that we're going in, and follow us on every kind of social media as well through that website.
1: Amen. Amen. You know, I love what you said about how some prophets are not really as prophetic. And, and it's really important. I want to say this out of the box. So I was talking with a prophet just maybe an hour ago, and this one was telling me, well, I don't really feel like I'm walking. In the office of a prophet. And I said, Well, you know, John the Baptist, the only thing he ever prophesied about was the coming of the Lord. That's all he did, he baptized people. He spent his whole life in the wilderness. He was called in that Kairos moment to come out and make the path straight for the Lord Jesus Christ. He didn't have a fancy ministry. There was no flash, no glitter, no glimmer. Uh, He ate locusts and honey and he was dressed in uh, camel's hair. And so, you know, no two prophets are alike. No two prophetic voices have the same same sound. There are similarities, of course, but there are some people who are average, you know, lay believers. They don't hold an office and sometimes they seem more prophetic than prophets until you under understand the many, many, many various uh, functions and expressions of the prophet. And so you and I, for example, we're very, very different. We believe the same. We have complete unity and congruency in in what we believe. I mean, on at least major stuff, but we haven't discussed every aspect of everything in life, but Mm -hmm. we have, we have agreement but you flow differently than I flow. I'm more and you're you're more of a thinker. You 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 release more like gut sheets, more slowly, more intentionally. And I'm sort of like popcorn. I'm just like all over the place. <laughs> but that doesn't it is it, it, six of one half dozen the other is still the Lord. And, and that's how he moves. Well,
0: it's interesting you say that because um, years ago I was at a conference and they had what's really become one of my favorite things is a, a roundtable Q&A. Hmm. And they had three different individual speakers and one individual was just responding, pop, 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 pop. And the other individual that was catching my attention would put the microphone to their mouth and then they would just hesitate and they'd put it down and they'd put it back up and hesitate, put it down. And I began to ask the Lord, I said, what are they doing? Do they not know what to say? Are (laughs) they, are they trying to conjure up an answer? You know, what are they doing? And the Lord spoke to me and said, they're weighing the value of their words and at the time, I really didn't understand what that meant, but I knew that I was too much like the other guy for me personally. I just was I wanted to, ha- it was so important for me to have an answer, so I just wanted to rattle things off. And I began to listen to this gentleman, and you know, he's a lot older than I am, and I consider him, you know, uh, a general in our in in our day and time. But uh, as I was watching, I was like, Lord, okay, what does it mean to weigh and value words and stuff? And so I began to realize, and you go back and you read the book of Proverbs, you will not find a verse that says, you know, quote unquote, weigh and value the words in which you speak. But the overall theme that you'll find in Proverbs is that words have weight and they have value. Yes. And it's one of those things where I started consciously making the decision to really think upon what I was hearing. And then how to release that. And as it it became something I just diligently began to work on and work on, the one of the, I guess you'd say side effects to that was I process slowly. So I hear things and and it, and it's right. You know, I stand in the corner of a room and I'm I'm sitting there and the wheels are turning, but they're not going as fast as everybody else's <laughs> because I'm trying to break everything down and I'm trying to make sure, okay, Lord, this is what you're saying, this is how you're saying it do I say this now? And then how do I present this? Because everything that you hear you have to really analyze whether or not it's a corporate word, an individual word, whether it's a now word, whether it is something that if it is has to be in, in some form or fashion, a destructive, but constructive word, what's the instructions afterwards? Because I think a lot of times prophets prematurely release words, that are destructive and they, they kind of sling out a constructive side to it, but there's nothing that's instructive a lot of times. And if you're not willing to really just listen to the word, Lord a lot of times on those words specifically, you'll leave people just making the same mistake over and over and over again. And so it's something that I've really, really worked hard on, but at the same time, I so greatly admire and respect individuals like yourself who are the polar opposite of me because it's something that even though I'm not that way, I see value in it. And, and, and I have to sit back and I go, Whoa, you know, that's amazing. You know, one of the ways that I always try to explain to people, I'm not much of a series preacher. You know, I've got friends that they pastor church and and they they're taking one subject for eight weeks. And I think that's astonishing that they can do that. Can I do that? No, I could try. And I could nail week one, but week two, I'd be like, squirrel, and it it would be over. Um, You know, so it's it's one of those things. I'm more of a flow guy, but I can also see the value in how God has created the other individuals to function certain ways.
1: Yeah. And, And it's so interesting, whether you're a prophet or you're a prophetic person, you know, Paul, the apostle said, it's not wise to compare. So we don't want to compare ourselves among ourselves. But it's, but it's but it's interesting to denote the differences. And, it, you know, I like to say this. You know, when you read the Gospels, you'll see that, yes, the Holy Spirit inspired Scripture. Read the epistles. The Holy Spirit inspired all Scripture. He, the Holy Spirit is the author of it. He worked through men, moved these holy men of God to write the Scripture. But if you'll notice, he didn't uh, sort of strip the author's the human authors, those who he was uh, inspiring, of their personality. You know, uh, you know, Luke spoke more like. A doctor, you know, he, uh, greeting Theophilus, you know, he was more formal. Paul had his way. He often relied on the scriptures from the Old Testament, the Hebrew perspective and, and understanding and, and Mark, his gospel, Mark's gospel is like fast paced whereas Matthew went all the way through the genealogy. And I believe that had something to do with their bents, their interests, their personalities and how they were led to chronicle. God doesn't strip up us, us of our personalities. I'm just fast. That's who I am. Yes, I'm a thinker, but the Lord works in me to process something a lot faster, perhaps than somebody else. And so that's why we can't compare it for the sake of what is better. We can compare for expressing and appreciating differences because I love, I was in um, Kentucky where the Apostle Stidham's church there Uh, ignite church in kentucky in nicholasville and i watched you prophesy over one of my intercessors michelle and and i i saw you i saw that that spirit of prophecy come on you like you carry the gift but i saw the unction i saw the stirring i saw that look in your eye that you get when you're beginning to process because i've known you for so long and i saw and i said i wonder who this word is for and then i i watched you even deliberately express what you were hearing in such a way um, that it could be fully absorbed and and that's how you flow and i think that there's such value in that for people receiving and other people you know they need the word to be like a hammer and so it's it's like this so it's different it's different thanks for listening to this podcast you can visit me online at jenniferleclair.org or so into operation liberation our missions arm at jenniferleclair.org slash missions